Okay. Ready? Let's get going. Okay, so today's daf is daf Chavbeis in Maseches Chagiga. And we pick up from my Ika Bain Larava Larebi Ila. What's the Nafkamina? And is there a Nafkamina between Rava and Rebbe Ila? This is six lines from the top of Chaf Bey's Amar Aleph. Now let us remind ourselves what's happening over here. All right, what's going on in the Sugya? So yesterday we focused on a, uh, we focused on a Machlaikas between Rav Ila and Rava. As to when you have one keli inside of another keli, the Mishnah said it's usher. Okay, the Mishnah said it's usher as far not usher. The Mishnah said the inner the, the kalim remain puzzle as far as kaidish is concerned. They don't remain puzzle or or tame as far as um, truma or chulin is concerned. Now, Rava said the issue is chatzitza. Okay, the issue is chatzitza. And that one, the weight of one might go on the other one. And therefore, it was never fully surrounded by water. It's not fully immersed in the mikvah. That was Shitas, uh, th- that was Ravila, I'm sorry. Well, Rava comes along and says no. He, he uh, brought up the topic of something called an issue that perhaps you will not have the size of a whole Kishwai Feres Hanoid between the two. Now let us explain, in case we didn't get cl- clarity in what that meant yesterday, let's explain right now what the issue is. The issue would be that if I would put one vessel inside of another vessel, and the hole in the outer vessel is not as large as the neck of a canteen, which we explained is the ability to take two fingers and stick it in loosely, right? That size of a hole. So then the inner kli never really was fully immersed because in order, if, if you had the size of a shreferis hanaid from the, outer, uh, from the outer one to the inner one, so then we'll say, listen, the outer one's immersed, the inner one has hashaka, it's connected, the seder, that one's also gonna be okay. However, we're concerned that you're not gonna have the size of Shreferes Hanoid. Hence, the inner one is really only going to be considered like it's Taival inside the outer one as opposed to being Taival in the mikvah. That was the other Svar. Okay? So those are the two, the two Svaras over here. Now says the Gemara, my Ika, what is a practical Nafkamina? Bein Lerava, Bein Between Rava and Rabbi Ila. Zok the Gemara, Ika Benayu. I'll tell you a very practical Nafkamina between Rav Ila and Rava, and that is, Sal Vigargusti Shamilan Kalim Behitbilan. If you have very, very large baskets that were filled with Kalim and then you were Taivalist, Salamant Amar Mishum Chatzitza Ika. According to the opinion that the issue is Chatzitza, so then, no matter how big the outer vessel is, you're still going to have the problem that there's a concern that the inner Kali was not fully immersed, and Mamela, no matter how large, there's a, you have to be concerned about Chatzitza. Yet, according to the other opinion, which is we're concerned that you may come that uh, for Kaidesh, we're not going to be metaherit because if we allow this, you may come to do the same thing by small needles and you're not going to have the size of an opening where you don't, you're not going to have ashaka and therefore the inner vessels are only going to, are not considered immersed in the mikvah, they're just immersed in the outer vessels. According to that logic, listen here, says the Gemara, Sal vigargusni she'ein b'fiyam kishreferes hanoid leka. According to the issue of shvar vigargusni where you don't have the size, so there's no issue over here because... When you have something that's so large, when you have something that's so big, 
um, you're never going to have an issue of having an opening that's too small. It was never included in the Gzera. And Mamela, you're not going to have a problem. And Rava, who says the issue is that you're not going to have, you may not end up with the size hole, uh, 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 hole the size of Shaiferis Hanoid, he is consistent with his own reasoning. The Omar Rava, because Rava says, if you filled up a basket with other kalim, so now they're going to be tahar. And also, when a person um, uh, separates a mikvah with a sal and a gargusni, which is these very large baskets and strainers, so if a person's taival over there, also It's not going to be a valid tvila. I the maisa you have a number of different holes. Doesn't make an afkamina. It won't make an afkamina because lemaisa there's no particular hole that's the size of a shvayferasanite, and that's what you need in order for it to be a valid tvila. because we we consider all of soil. To be considered like one whole. And as far as needing a kosher mikvah, what happens is all you need is that you need 40 sa'a of water in, two, in one particular place and want to be considered in halacha like one particular gathering. And since the ground is all considered connected to each other, even though you have all these little, little, little holes, right? Because by definition, Earth, soil is porous. There's hope. There's openings between each other. Over the Misa, in order to be a valid mikvah, you need you need a memsa in one place. Okay, so you see from here just the fact that there's little itty, itty bitty holes does not going to help me to kasher anything up. Vahanimili, and this statement is only true. Bikli tahar when the outer vessel that the tummy inner vessel is in is tahar. Okay, so the inner vessel's tummy. I'm trying to be metaharit. The outer vessel is tahar. So then we're going to be, uh, you know, then we're going to be makel by by uh, truma and chulin and be machmir by But when the outer vessel is tameh, so the outer vessel itself needs tvila migu desalka tvila since. It works for the outer vessel. We're going to say it's also a valid immersion for the kalim that are inside of it. How do you know that? The Tanan, because we learned in a Mishnah, kalim shemilon, kalim uh, kalim shemilon, kalim shemilon kalim. If you have vessels that are filled with other vessels, vidbilon, and a person is tayvulit harei elu tahirim. They are tahar. They become tahar, even though there's other vessels inside. The imlay taval. But let's say a person was not taival the outer one. Harei the imlay taval. But if he wasn't taival the outer one, mayim uravim. So now we're going to say all the waters from the outer ones are meurav are considered mixed together with the rest of the mikvah. Okay, and it's going to remain tahar. It's not going to be metah or anything. Add until sheyu meuravim. Until you have enough of a mixture of the mikvah water and the inner of the outer keli, the size of a right? This, the, these two finger, uh, the size of two loose fingers to be able to turn it around, then you're going to be okay because now you have your, t- your waters that technically are not mikvah waters having hashaka to the mikvah waters and therefore the whole thing is going to be gavaldik. Maika Omar, now says the Gemara, Maika Omar. What does the Tana mean when he says, 
if he wasn't toivel the outer one. Hachi Gamar says the Gemara. I'll tell you what he means. Let's say you don't need to be toivel the outer one. Why wouldn't I need to be toivel it? Because why would I? Okay, if you walk into your kitchen, you walk into somebody's kitchen, and you say, "Excuse me, I want your vessels to be tar toivel." They say, "Why?" He says, "Oh, because maybe you weren't toivel it before." Yes, what do you mean? You don't trust my kasha, so I come into my house. Right? So over here, what we mean is, there's no particular reason. There's no tumma here. You have a regular, you have a regular vessel. Umayim uravim, and he and the same Tana who's saying that the outer vessel is really not tamei still wants to make sure that you need mayim uravim. All the waters around need to be mixed together in order for it to be capable of being mitahir, which means you need kishreiferes anayid. Ajiu muravim kishreiferes anayid. Beseder Gavaldik, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because again, in order for something to be considered hashaka, kissing, in order for waters to be considered connected, I need the size of a hole of a shoiferes hanoid. And if you don't have that, then I got two separate things, and we, we, we don't consider anything to have a complete immersion in the mikvah. And says the Gemara, really, this this that we have between Rava and Rabbi La is really a machlaikas tanoyim. The tani we learned in the Brisum, salvered Augusti Shemilan Kalim Bilon. If you have a, one of these very large baskets or strainers that a person wants to be Taivel, and there's vessels inside of it, this even works for Kaidish. Those only work for truma. It works for kaidish. Abashallah meaning it's it's a it's it's a valid tvila. Everything here is tahar. Abashol says, Kaidish. No, I agree by truma. That when you have these very large baskets and strainers, it's going to be uh, valid. However, that's only true by truma. I don't agree by kaidish. Beautiful. Okay, now says the Gemara. If this is true. That in general, if you ever have a large basket and you have put Kalim inside that basket, we have a concern that perhaps you didn't, that, that perhaps there were lacking a valid, uh, a valid immersion. So says the Gemara, let's understand just Svaro wise, just logical. Truma Nami, what about Truma? Let's pause for a minute and understand the question. All right, it's a very basic question. This should have bothered us as soon as we read the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, you have one keli inside of another keli. So when it comes to truma, beseder. When it comes to kaidash, not beseder. Now, this is more of a mitzias dika issue, which means it's more of a realistic issue. If I'm concerned that water didn't touch the inner one, I should be concerned whether it's truma, whether it's kaidash. If I'm not concerned, I shouldn't be concerned whether it's truma or it's kaidash. Because again, it's just, a, it's just <laughs> am I concerned or not? Am I concerned or not? Says the Gemara, Leman Ka'amrinan, who were we saying this halacha with? Chaverim. We're saying this as far as Chaverim. Now let's remind ourselves, what are, what are Chaverim? Chaverim are people who are extra careful. So again, the Gemara is saying, no, very nice you want to say it's, they're both the same as far as practicality and as far as realistic. But Lemaisa, people could be machmir. People could be more careful by specific things. Chaverim made the yadi, and Chaverim are well versed in, in uh, the halachas of Tevila. And therefore, it wasn't necessary to make a gezerah when it came to truma. Okay, so by truma, we're, we're going to say, listen, the people who eat truma are well versed, they know what's going on, so therefore we'll be mekul. But by kaidish, not. Says Gemara, why? They're more well-versed by Truma than by Kaidesh. What does that mean? If they're well-versed, 
So then by Kaidash it shouldn't be a problem either. Says the Gemara, no. I'll tell you why. Because even if you're learned, when it comes to Kaidish, there's an extra Chumrah in place. What's that extra Chumrah? The issue is that maybe an Amha Oretz, somebody who's not well versed, somebody who's not so learned, is going to, um, is going to see him. And he'll see this Chavr, he'll see this learned guy taking the vessels one inside of the, the vessels inside of the large baskets and strainers, <clears throat> being metahir them, and he'll go and use it by himself. And we're concerned that the reason why they could do it by themselves, by Kaida, if, if they, we would allow it by Kaidish, the truth would be it's only because they're well-versed. But somebody who's not well-versed should not be allowed. So what's the obvious question? What's the logical question over here? If you're concerned about somebody watching by Kaidish, why aren't we concerned about somebody watching by Chum? Right? Either way. Either way. If you're nervous about people looking, if you, if you don't care, don't care. Don't care about some things and not the others. Make up your mind. Be consistent. Says the Gemara. So then the same thing should hold true by Chum. We shouldn't allow the number of the, the many vessels inside of the larger boxes and the strainers and so on and so forth because an Amaris may be looking. Okay? Says the Gemara, No. Because we don't take truma anyway from Amaratzim, so it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. What are you gonna do? What's the concern? You can have an Amaratz go and be titled something the same truma. Guess what happens? If he does that, we're gonna go, we're gonna go dunk it again. It doesn't make a difference. We don't rely on them. So it says the Gemara, if you don't rely on them by, by truma, you're certainly not gonna rely on them by Kaidash. So again, why am I concerned about them watching? Understand? If we're not gonna accept it by truma, because the guy's Amaratz, and truma's lower level. Lower level uh, 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 level of kedusha. So if I'm not concerned, because I'm going to go ahead and reimmerse it anyway. So say the same thing by kaidish. Kaidish nami lenikabu minay. By by kaidish also we're not going to take from him. Says the Gemara. Listen to this Muradik. Have you like Ava? If you don't take kaidish from an amaaretz, it's going to lead to hatred between ignorant people and learned people. Says the Gemara, it's going to lead to hatred between ignorant people and learned people by Kaidish. I don't understand. Truma nami eva. By Truma as well, it could lead to Eva. Okay? If you're not going to take the guy's Truma and then you go behind his back and do it again. Why are you more concerned about Kaidish than Truma? Says the Gemara, a regular person does not care. You know why? Because if you're not going to take it from him, he'll go to another Kayan who's an Amaaretz, and that Kayan is not going to, you know, is not going to be well versed, and then he's going to run into an issue. So the Gemara says like this A lot of people deal with Truma. There's a lot of people who deal, a lot of Kayhanim deal with Truma. Not every Kayan is learned. Some are, some aren't. Kaidesh, only learned people handle it. So when it comes to Kaidesh, you can really have this uh, standoff between an Amaretz and a Chav. Right? Well, you're not taking my stuff. When it comes to Truma, there's so many Kahanim, and there's enough Kahanim that are not learned, that are not Chaverim, that will accept Truma from an Amaretz, that if a Chavar doesn't take it, so the Amaretz is not going to be so bothered, they'll go find somebody else to take it, Truma. And Shalom al Yisrael will be okay. Okay? And therefore, there's no concern about Eva. Says the Gemara. Who is the Tana who says that we're concerned about Eva between the Amaratim and the Chaverim? It must be Rabbi Yaisi. The Tana, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says 
Why is it that people are trusted, everybody's trusted, as far as Taras Yayin, um, the entire year? It seems no matter what, whether you're a Chaver, whether you're an Amaaretz, um, no matter what, we're going to rely on you to tell us whether it's Tahar or Tameh. Because this is so fascinating in knowing how to understand and run a community. If you don't trust people, you know what they're going to do? They'll make a break off minion. They'll go do their own thing. And then people are going to have their own bama, just an example, right? They're going to go build their own bama, do their own place where they worship, and make their own paradum. People need to feel connected. People need to feel appreciated. They need to feel part of something. So there's a balance. Over here, the guys in Amaris. Do we know that things are tummy? No, we don't know what's tummy. Do we know it's Tahar? No, because he's not so learned. So there's certain times where we got to put our foot down and say, Ad Khan. There's a biggest sight. There's a biggest sight when it comes to dealing with Kal Yisrael. When it deals, comes in with our families, with ourselves, with our children, with anybody, right? You have to know when to say something. And when you say no, there's, you know, when it comes to these things, we're being very makbid. We're being very careful, but you can't go too far. Because if you go too far, it's going to push people away. They'll be like, okay, so I'm not part of this. I'm going to go do my own thing. So, um, that, so Reb Yaisi must be the one who says, we're concerned about Ava, right? We're concerned about, about uh, people getting into these uh, arguments. Okay, says Gemara, Amar Rav Papa. Rav Papa says, Keman um, nowadays, why do we take a testimony from an Amaretz? Come on, you know whose opinion that is? That is also Kurab Yaisi. Because if you start telling Amaratzim that they're not allowed to give testimony, they're also going to go do their own courts, take care of their own thing. Memela, we're going to accept the testimony of an Amaretz. Weiter. So says the Gemara. One second. V'neichush l'she'ela. Granted, we're saying that you're not allowed to take truma from an amaaretz, and therefore there's a con- and therefore you're allowed to because of the um, you know because of the concern of people dealing with their truma. So now even a chaber is allowed to take truma from an amaaretz. We're going to assume that it's tar. Okay, that's the logic we accepted. However, says the Gemara v'neichos Why aren't we concerned that maybe an amaaretz is not going to deal with his stuff properly? And still then lend it to a learned person. Now, how do I know that perhaps there's a concern of a Amaaretz taking his own vessels and lending those vessels directly to a learned person who he himself would not have otherwise used those vessels? That's not because we learned in a Mishnah. Kli Cheres, you have an earthenware vessel. Matzil al Hakoil. What does Matzil al Hakoil mean? It saves, literally means, it saves everything else from becoming Tameh. Divrei Beis this is the opinion of Beis Okay, fine. What does that mean? That if you have a earthenware vessel that becomes Tameh, so, and it's on top of, let's say, uh, a corpse or something, that like stops it. Other Kalim might itself become Tameh and then perpetuate the Tameh. Earthenware vessel kind of saves everything. Okay, it, like it stops the process. And uh, it, you know, saves other things from becoming tummy. That's the pin of Beisil. Bishamir Bishami says, matzil el al mashkin. It only protects food, drink, balcheres, and other earthenware vessels from becoming tummy. But something else, for example, metal, is going to become tummy through an earthenware vessel. All right, okay. So that is Bishamai's more machmir approach than Beisil. Amulam Beisil Beisil says to Beisil, 
Mipnei ma, because of what reason are you telling me that when it comes to food, drink, and kli cheres, it uh, that allows things, you know, that it, those things are prevented from becoming tummy. However, other vessels are not prevented. What's the difference between these three categories and everything else? Amru Beishamai, so Beishamai says, Bepneishu Tomei Al-Gabe Amaret, because these, uh, these, pot, these, this pottery, these earthenware vessels, that would become Tomei through an Amaret, ve'en kli mit Tomei chaitzitz. And we know that a, a kli, which it itself is Tomei, cannot stop Tomei. Cannot be a chatzitza. You can't look at one vessel and say, "Oh, by the way, you are tamei, but you're also stopping the tuma." Once this vessel becomes tamei, it's now capable of continuing it. That was beishamai. Amar le beisel. Beisel says wrong. But we know that food and drink inside of it is going to remain tahar. Okay, you you would agree with that. If let's say um, you have food and drink that's put on the vessel, on this earthenware vessel, so and you seal it, protect it off, you would agree that these things are still going to be fine because it's completely closed. I, what do you mean? Uh, if the outside of the vessel protects the inside of the vessel, why can't the outside of the earthenware vessel protect things in other types of vessels like that? Beautiful uh, comeback. Amar lehem beishamai, so beishamai says, Kishahitarnu eichlin umashkin b'saychai. When we said, you have a vessel that touches a corpse, let's say, and the food and drink inside is going to remain tahar, top of chav beiz amad beiz, la'atzmaiteiharnu, this is only tahar for the guy himself. For the guy himself. Okay, what do you mean the guy himself? Rashi says, first top words in Rashi, the, the, the one who's eating it. The Amaretz. However, when it comes to the learned people, as far as the Chaverim are concerned, so there's no, they're not eating it. Okay? They're not, there's no issue. So we're kind of being lenient on him as opposed to others. Avon Tire as a Kli, but if you're going to say that the whole Kli is Tahar, Taharasai Lecha Veloi, does Tara apply to him and to them? Meaning, like this. This is very, very gishmak. There's such a gishmak aswara, it's beauty. When you eat something, you ate it and it's gone. It ain't passing on. You're not regurgitating it. You're not passing it on to anybody else. This food that was inside of the vessel that touched him. Okay? So if the Amaris himself is eating it, peseda, leave it, nothing's going to be mamshich from this. Nothing's going to continue. However, Herzegain, listen to this swara, listen to this logic. If we were to say that the vessel... It's not eaten, so it's here for a while. If we're going to say the vessel of the Amaret has a status of Tahara, it's now developed the status of Tara for everybody. And if you're going to tell me that the vessel of the Amaret has a status of Tuma, it now develops the status of Tuma for everybody. Okay? Now, says the Gemara, Tanya, we're not done with this point yet, but we're going to quote a Brisa. Tanya, we're going to do a Brisa. Amar Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, I am embarrassed by the words of Beishamai. What does it mean he's embarrassed? Yeah, he disagrees with it, okay? He's embarrassed with the words of Beishamai. Is it true that you have a woman who's kneading dough? Ba'areva. Areva is in a mixing bowl. 
Isha va'areva tamei and shivri. Then it's tummy the woman and the mixing bowl are tummy for seven days. Who bought tar? But the dough inside of it is going to remain tar. That doesn't make any sense. Lugan mali ma and or let's say you have lugan, you have you know a, a number of liters. Mali mashkin. I'm sorry, a lug, a number of pitchers. Mali mashkin, full of drinks. Lugan tamei, lugan shiva. So we're going to say, oh, everything's tummy for seven days. Umashkin tahir. You're going to tell me just the, the shell, the utensil, is tummy for seven days, but the actual drink remains tahar. What's, what, what, what sort of logic is that? So listen to what happened. One of the tamidim of Beishamai was nitfal to him. This is such a beautiful expression. Tuffel means to make yourself secondary. He, he responded, he answered back, but with respect right we're like it was nitzvah he like you know he, he, he didn't like oh, what are you talking about bah, bah, bah. right he's just he was just told like I'm embarrassed by your word the words of Bishan so, so here's how we responded in defense Omar Light he says please I will tell you the reason for Bishan Omar Layamar Rabbi Shua says speak and you see not only when it comes to Tamide Chachamim but if you want to get anywhere to have people listen to you, make yourself tougher. Make yourself second. Don't be like, don't be such a tough guy. Yeah? You make yourself tougher. You say, please, if you'd allow me, I can explain. You get further like that. So Amar Lai said to him, He says, let me ask you something. If you have a cleave that became tummy, is that going to grade a chatzitza or not? Amar Lai, in a he says, no, it's not chaitzitz because it itself is tummy. So you can't say that it's stopping the tumma. When a vessel itself is tummy and it's put on top of a corpse, let's say, you can't, if it itself is tummy, you can't tell me it's stopping the tumma from perpetuating. Okay. He says, Kli shal tar. Any random vessel of an amaaretz, is it tummy or is it tar? Amar tummy. A standard vessel of amaaretz is the status of tummy. He says, one second. If you tell the Amaretz it's Tamei, is he going to listen to you? No. Because then every single vessel that he owns in his house is Tamei. How's that going to make, How's that going to pan out for him? Not too well. You have a full-fledged Yid, and you tell him, oh, by the way, everything in your house is Tamei. What type Meshigas is that? Granted, you say, you think it's Tamei, but if you tell him that, you think he's going to listen? No. And furthermore, if you were to tell him it's Tamei, he's going to say to you, Oh yeah, you think of that about me? Well, I think that about you. You don't know how to keep kosher. You don't know how to keep Tum and Tara. My stuff is Tar, and your stuff is the Tamei one. The Zetaimon Shalvei Shammai says the student to Rabbi Yeshua. This is the reason for Beis Shammai. This is why Beis Shammai says... That when it comes to the drink, when it comes to the food, when it comes to the klicheres, the earthenware stuff. So then, um, uh, you know, those types of things, we're not going to declare Tameh because it's forever. It can't be changed. And that's the Svara for Beishamah. Meaning Beishamah is only going to be Machmir on an Amaaretz or things that an Amaaretz owns. If it's not going to be too, cause too much hatred or be too big of an issue... It's kind of like separating Amaratz and Merkwaiso. But, but in other areas where the Tumma could be removed anyway, so then we'll say, Taka, you know, uh, consider it Tumma, because anyway, it's just a short-term Tumma, and it could all be panned out. 
Miad immediately, Holach Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua went, Vinish Tateach al Kivrei Beishamai. And he went to the cemetery where Beishamai is buried. He went to ask Mechila. Omari said, Nanesi Lechem Atzmai is Beishamai. I answered to you, meaning I was all disrespectful. To you, the bones of Beishamai. If, if you have such beautiful logic underlying things that are hidden, how much more so do I need to be careful with things that you shared explicitly? Amru, they said, Rabbi Yeshua's teeth were black because of the fasts that he would have to try to get a kapara, uh, to try to get a kapara for what he, for, for his, uh, you know, kind of his disrespect, disrespectfulness towards Beishamai. Okay. Now that we quoted that whole b'risa in its totality, says the Gemara, let's get back to our original point. Let's get back to our question. Katoni mias. Bottom line is, you know what the Mishnah says? Lecha v'loi. Okay? That if something's tar, it's tar to the Amaretz and to the Chavar. If it's tummy, tummy to the Amaretz, tummy to the Chavar. Alma sha'ilina minayu. You see that you could borrow from an Amaretz because if it's tahar to him, it's tahar to the Chaver. You hear this? Mamish beautiful. So now here's the problem. If it's tahar to him, it's tahar to me. Why do we allow Kalim to be to be a table inside other Kalim? Let us be concerned that an Amaretz is going to do this, consider it tahar, and lend it to a Chaver who's not allowed to deal with, who, who, who it's, it's considered tummy for him. That's the whole reason why we listed this last, last half of it. You understand? If it's tar for the, again, if it's tar for the Amaretz, it's tar for the Chaver. So, if something would be an issue for the Chaver, we should, we should say it's an issue for the Amaretz. We should not allow him to immerse the Kalim Inside, uh, inside the larger one, says the Gemara. No, when a chaver borrows from an amaretz, we say you're allowed to borrow, but bring it to the mikvah beforehand. Like you come home from a store, you buy a keli from from a non-Jewish uh, manufacturer, you table it. So too, when you borrow from an amaretz. Says the Gemara Yachi, if that's true, they got to be tayvul whenever you borrow from an Amaretz. Now, Jinnu Beishamai the Beisol. Why didn't Beisol say back to Beisol Beishamai? Beisol should have said back to Beishamai. Kishaylina main layu matvulina lehu. That when that oh when we borrow from Amaretz, do we put it in the mikvah? Says the Gemara, no. Tummy mace by hazaa shlishiu shvi because something that's tummy mace we know needs to be sprinkled with the mechata, sprinkled with the ashes, the paraduma on day three and day seven. However, people do not lend things usually for seven days. If you want to borrow a pot, let's say, from an Amaretz, or a fork, or something of that, that sort, you're usually going to borrow for a day or two, and then return it. Then you're going to give it back. Okay? Therefore, says the Gemara, that you're never going to have a Tamar Chacham that's able to borrow from an Amaretz and then ultimately use it, because before he could use it, he's going to have to go through a seven-day process with the sprinkling on day three and day seven. So you're basically saying you can't borrow again. It's basically what we're saying, right? It's like, you know, shtick people do when they, oh, I let you do it. Yeah, but you set up enough obstacles in the way to make it that it ain't happening. Ah, he says the Gemara, Batvila loy mahane. So why is it taka true that if I'm a Aretz, put something in a mikvah, it doesn't help. 
Isn't a mikvah a mikvah? What's the difference if, a, if I go into the mikvah as an Amaretz or a chavar goes into the mikvah as a chavar? If a mikvah does the work, the mikvah does the work. So what's the issue? You could be ignorant. But what's the issue of him putting something in a mikvah? No, he told us to put it in the mikvah. What's the problem? A guy walks into shul, he tells you he's Jewish. You give him an aliyah in shul, you, have, you don't start checking his yichas. Right? Unless there's a reyes, unless there's something uh, about the person. Somebody walks in, you trust them. You don't check the guy out and ask them for their for some sort of bris certificate. You know what I mean? What's going on over here? So why don't we trust an Amaretz to say that it was tabled? Vahatani, we learned their b'risa, and then an Amaretz, and Amaretz is trusted, al-taras tfila tamimis. To be metaher, tvila when something became tamay through a corpse. So you see, we do trust Amaratim to say it's table. So now, what's the problem? Says the Gemara, we're, we're, um, we're asking on the whole premise that they're not trusted. It's not true. Answer the Gemara, we see they are trusted. Amar Abayavai says, like Kasha, no question. We trust Amaratim to say he went to the mikvah and he's no longer tamay mays. But when it comes to his vessels, when it comes to his vessels, so then we're not going to have a full trust. We don't know for sure that the way that he immersed it was done completely al pi It seems from the Gemara that people are more concerned about ensuring that they are tahar than they are about their kalim. Rav Amar, Rav gives, uh, or Rav says, both you know, both situations when we trust and we don't trust are dealing with the kalim of a Amaretz. For like Kasha, there's still no question. One is when the Amaretz let us know, I never was taival a vessel inside of another vessel. So, um, so uh, what's unique about that statement? So now, now that he's saying, I was taival my vessel, but it didn't have the opening the size of a two fingers that could be moved around, the opening of a canteen. And we learned the price. And Amaretz is, is believed to say that the fruits never touched water and they're not kosher. But he's not believed to say that Paris were careful but not kosher. Okay. So Gemara says very, very gishmak. Let, let's pause and understand the answer. Says the Gemara. And Amaretz is believed to say, to tell us about his body. He's not trusted to say about his vessels. Vus epis, what does this mean? So the Gemara says that, you know, when something is black and white, we'll trust the Amaretz. But when something needs more nuance, for example, and Amaretz says, you know, my, my, my fruits got wet. With the seven liquids, they're capable of becoming Tameh, but they didn't become... That's more nuanced now. Once you told us, once an Amar has told us something's in the category of becoming Tameh, we can't, we, we can't really follow what he's doing anymore. Okay? We can't fully trust him. Says the Gemara. Okay, well, if you're not going to fully trust him in a situation when it's a little more, you know, partial or nuanced, so what about his body? Why do we believe in Amaretz that he, his whole body went into the mikvah? If you have a learned person who comes and he asks that the ashes, the paraduma, should be sprinkled on him on day three and day seven, we sprinkle on him right away. Meaning we, we, we assume he knows what he's doing. Okay? We assume he knows what he's doing. Seder, no problem. Amaretz, 
But when you have Amaris who comes and he says, listen, I need the ashes, the, the, the water, ashes, the paraduma sprinkled. We make sure that he's not only coming once or whatever, he's coming on day three and day seven. Okay? Now, guess who's sprinkled with the ashes of the paraduma? Somebody who their body is Tame, Tame Mace. So you see, we don't fully trust the Nama Aretz as far as Tame Mace until he actually does the sprinkling in front of us day three and day seven. So we don't trust, even for the body. So why'd you tell me before we do trust him for the body? That's the Gemara's Kasha. Answers the Gemara, Elam Rabbi, rather by says, because of the Chumrah, which we already told him in the beginning, that how do you know exactly what day you're up to? He We make it makel for him in the end. Beautiful. In other words, because we're machmir on day three, we say, hey buddy, how do you know what you're doing? Day seven, we sprinkle. Guess what? If he comes back after the seventh day, say, listen, I was toivel, I went to the mikvah and alazachin, we're going to trust that. Because, beautiful idea, beautiful idea, once he connected with the Chachamim about this halacha, we rely on the Chachamim that they were strict with him. They pointed out what needed to be pointed out. He got the message now. Which I think is a beautiful, beautiful yesite. Beautiful yesite in life and in dealing with ourselves and dealing with people. And that is, it's not... An Amaaretz for one is an Amaaretz for all. I could be an Amaaretz for one thing and be a Chaver for something else. As humans, we're not going to know everything. So it's a learning process. That's part of being alive. Understand? So this guy was an Amaaretz. What happened as an Amaaretz? He became Tomei. So what is, he has to show up. We say, okay, show, prove to us that this is your third day. We're going to sprinkle your dam. Once he has that initial interaction with the kaihanim, whoever's sprinkling the blood on him, now we say, you're no longer considered an amaret, so to speak, for this. And we're going to rely on you when you went to the mikvah that even the rest of it was done properly. Because you had that initial zach, that you had that initial incident, so to speak, of the sprinkling that took place, removing the full-fledged Amaratsis from that person. A beautiful, beautiful idea. Okay. Beautiful. The Mishnah says, The Mishnah says that if Tomei, if Tuma touches a Kli, so as far as Hilchus Truma is concerned, the outside of the Kli, the inside of the Kli, and the, and the, um, Later on, we pointed out either the handle or the place where they place the condiments, as we're going to see, um, are e- each function separately. And if one's Tameh, the other ones could still be Tahar. Says the Gemara, What does that mean? Where do those expressions come from? Says the Gemara, we're going to the Mishnah. If you have a vessel that became Tameh because of a Tameh liquid, only the outside of the vessel's Tameh. It is... Only the outside is tame, but nitmu taichai. If the inside became, if the if the water that was tame got inside, then kulai tame. The entire thing became tame. Beautiful. Okay. Now, 
This is true, b'negeya to truma. B'negeya to hektish, even if a tummy liquid touches only the outside, immediately the entire thing becomes tummy. That's the nafkamina between the, the truma and the kaidesh, and that's how kaidesh is more machmir in this area. Beautiful. All right, then we said also the besatzvita of a vessel became tummy, the chulu. Says the Gemara, my besatzvita, we, we touched on this conversation, but the Gemara says, what is that? My besatzvita, I'm Ravido Mashmul, Makam Shatzaivtai, it's the place where it's like a handle. The Chaino Aimer, the Yitzvot La Kali, he gave her the roasted um, wheat. Ravasi Amar Vichanon, Makam Shanekia Das Saivin. It's a place where people who are germies, have their own private dipping station. I'm not dipping my stuff into the same mustard as you. So they would have a little part attached to the jug. They had their own little mustard in there. Okay? So it was detachable. Or it was a separate part. Okay, so that was the besatzvita. If that becomes tamay, so then by truma, only that part is tamay. But if it was as far as kaidish is concerned, then even if the besatzvita became tamay, the entire thing is now tamay. Tana Rabbi Kamei Rav Nachman Rabbi taught in front of Rav Nachman Kol Akelim Elam Acharayim V'Toich. When it comes to a regular vessel, there's no difference whether uh, the tumah touched the outside or the inside. Echad Kadshei Hamikdash VeEchad Kadshei Hagvul. Whether you're talking about Kadshim that are in the Kaidesh or the or as far as Kadshei Hagvul. Okay, what's Kadshei Hagvul? Things that are connected to the Gvulim, things that are connected to the boundaries. And now we're going to explain what boundaries we are referring to. Okay, says the Gemara, Amar Lehi. So Rav Bibi taught us in front of Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman said back to him, What is considered Kajayagvul? What are these Kaidesh things of the borders? Truma, if it's referring to Truma that has to be eaten within particular areas of the Beis HaMikdash or Yerushalayim. Is that what we're talking about? That can't be true. But we learned in the Mishnah. All these things are considered separate as for when it comes to Truma. And what was Rav Bibi's statement? That it's all together. There's no difference. So he must not be talking about truma. Oh, so what are you going to tell me? Maybe he's referring to chulin that kaamrit. You're telling me that it's talking about uh, truma that's made altaras akaydash. That's also not possible because adichetnan mosodam rabba baravua rabba baravua taught us once echad esrei achas esrei milo shanukan sheish rishon is bein the chulin shenasli taras akaydash. What we learned yesterday. There's eleven in the Mishnah and not ten. Eleven in the Mishnah. The first six we have to be machmir on chulin shenas al taras akaydash. The same as kaydash. Okay, they also have that one up on truma achreinos, but the achreinos the kaydash. The later ones, meaning uh, 7 through 11, 7, 8, 9, 10, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, yeah. Um, those, those cases um, apply only to Kaidesh and not to Chulun Shnasu Al Taras HaKaidesh. Okay? So, says the Gemara, so far, we're talking about things that have to be in, in, the, in the borders. It can't be talking about Truma itself rather it's possibly referring to 
Truma Hanase Al Taras Akadesh. That by Truma Hanase Taras Akadesh, that's where Rav Bibi was saying in front of Rav Nachman that all vessels are all considered one entity, they're not separated. If you have Chulun Shanase Taras Akadesh and the outside touched, or the inside touched, or just the base Hatzvita touched, and Chulun Shanase Taras Akadesh, that's also, we're also going to say over there, we're going to be Machmir, and we're going to say the whole thing is now, uh, the whole thing is now Tame. Okay. Period. Givaldic, two dots. Let's get into the next part of the Mishnah. Hanoisei asa medris, noisei asa chuba. If a person's carrying medris, Rashi told us earlier, it's referring to one who's carrying the shoe of a zav, as an example. Okay? A zav trampled on the shoe, that's medris, is trampled. So now the shoe became Tame because of that. So a person is allowed to carry the shoe and truma in the other hand. Avalayas akaydish. You can't hold something that's tame medris and kaydish. Says the Gemara, kaydish my time alay. Why can't you carry kaydish? Mishum shaya. Because of a story. Listen to this. Maisa dumar vidu mashur vidu mashmul says maisa bechad shaya mavir chavas shoyayin. There was a story with somebody um, who was mavir. He was carrying. He was transporting. A barrel of wine of kaidesh, mimakam the makam, from one place to another place, point A to point B. Top of Chav Gimel Amad Aleph, the nifsika ritzua shel sandale, and one of the straps of his shoe broke, the notla vehinichal pichavas. So he took his shoe and put it oivei on the barrel, and what happened? The notla laviras achavas. Some of it entered the inside of the barrel. It didn't remain on top completely. And the entire the entire barrel now became Tomei. Okay, because once it's stuck into the barrel, so now the whole barrel needs to be considered like it's Tomei. Which, it's Kaidesh. We need to be very, 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 very concerned that Kaidesh does not get ruined. There's really no way out of it. Okay? So the Gemara says, that's why. But Isa Shah, it was at that moment, Amru, the Chum said, We're not concerned about Truma. You cannot carry your Kaidish with Toma. Now the Gemara is going to ask an obvious question, and we're going to pick up from here tomorrow. The Gemara is going to say, one second. You're concerned because the strap of the shoe went into the barrel and it would ruin the Kaidish, and therefore you can't carry it with the Kaidish. But you're allowed to carry it with Truma. So what's the Gemara going to ask? Maybe if you carry it with Truma, it'll ruin your Truma. Why aren't we concerned about the strap of the shoe? If I'm holding it at the same time, it might enter the, the, the barrel that's holding the truma and ruin the whole truma. Why aren't we concerned about that? Get the kasha. We'll pick up with that question tomorrow, Bez Hashem, 12.15. Have a wonderful, wonderful Erev Shabbos and a guten chaydesh other base.